Hey, everybody, this is Chris Brown, your real estate professional and marketing entrepreneur. We're here with another great episode of State of the Real Estate Market. We have our guest, Ms. Vanessa Ning. She is a real, or excuse me, mortgage professional and branch manager for her organization. I thought it would be insightful to bring her in today to kind of chat with us, telling us what's going on in the mortgage world, how is financing right now, are we really being impacted, what are some of the changes, you know, answering a lot of the questions that are being asked to me and being able to help people that are still in the market to buy a home at these great, great low rates that we have at this time. Miss Vanessa, how are you doing? All right, definitely, definitely. We definitely appreciate you being here. Um, you know, let's, you know, let's kind of dive right on in. You know, I know um, you and I kind of chatted before we got started, but um, some of the big questions, you know, that's out there, um, credit scores, you know, if someone's buying a home right now, you know, what, what's going on, you know, credit score wise, are you seeing a change or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, you know, with COVID and everything going on, a lot of lenders have tightened up their guidelines. You know, some of them are requiring at least a 620, possibly even 660, you know, 640, 680 and higher. However, at PRMG, um, the organization that I'm with, we are still lending down to 580 for FHA loans. Wow, okay. Yeah, so that's huge, you know, and if, if you're at a 580, the minimum down for an FHA loan is 3.5% down. Okay, right. And, and that's always been the same, the three and a half percent, you know, if you're doing FHA, three and a half percent, because it's one of the lower um, down payment requirements for loans that are out there. So. Right, exactly. All right, all right. Now, now I, I've definitely, you know, in my business, you know, I've been impacted. I've I had a few clients that, you know, we've gone through the process, we've, you know, been under contract and for whatever reason, we had to um, pull out of the contract. And one of them is uh, employment. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people at this time um, had some type of change in their employment, whether it's them not working with it, uh, working with the same company or uh, production and hours. Um, are you seeing uh, impact with that, like say verification of employment, because I know that's part of the process. What what kind of changes or what kind of uh, uh, change? Basically, what kind of changes are you seeing in that, if any at all? There's definitely been some changes. Uh, you know, they're just taking more precautions. So, like, uh, we have to do an extra verification of employment at least three days prior to close. We also have to have our borrower or buyer complete a form, you know, stating that nothing has changed, they haven't any, um, they haven't opened any debt, you know, we got to verify with the employer that they're still working, they're not furloughed, or, you know, nothing has changed pretty much. Um, Self-employed borrowers, you know, is even tougher because, let's just say, for example, a barber or something like that, um, we have to confirm that they're still actively working, that their income hasn't declined. So for some self-employed borrowers, what we're having to do is even get a you know the last few months bank statements and then we have to look at the deposits and kind of average everything out to make sure that their income is consistent so for self-employed borrowers you know we have to take that extra step um 
Okay. Yeah, because I can see that. Because if their business had like a, it was impacted, I'm I'm sure um, they're possibly going to have some some fluctuations in that. Trying to keep that uh, consistent. So definitely. Important. Yeah. Even even with realtors, I had a I had a realtor that we helped refinance, and the the way that we had to prove that she was still working and everything, we had to prove she had things under contract or you know listing contracts. So any realtors out there that's looking to buy a home, you know, you're going to have probably a couple of deals in your pipeline before you close to, to close on your new home or refinancing your property. Mm. So trying to just time it the right way. So when you yeah. have in that, <laughs> that great quarter, you know, it's just like, hey, this might be the month to go ahead. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I just did. I just did. Um, so, and also mentioning um, uh, the, the, the finance process, are you seeing like a change with, uh, say, debt to income ratios? I, I know sometimes with different products, you have different requirements, but mm -hmm. are you seeing any fluctuation with debt to income ratios? Yeah, I mean, I've heard from, you know, other banks, some are not even doing FHA no more. Some are, you know, increasing um, their, their DTI ratios or like actually decreasing. So like, whereas FHA normally is 56.99%, some lenders maybe are only lending up to 45 or 50. Like I said, some are not even lending at all for FHA. Right. Some of them are requiring extra reserves. And when I say reserves, I mean like savings. So let's just say your mortgage payment is $1,000. They might re require you to have three months savings. So $3,000 after everything is said and done. But, um, but with us, you know, our, our guidelines are still the same as long as um, BU says, Yes, so it's like approved eligible, and then we're ready to go. And when I say do you, um, it's something that we run on our end. That's called desktop underwriter. But mm -hmm. our our DTI is still the same. We're following Fannie Mae, Freddie, and you know, and HUD FHA. And um, as long as we run it through our system, and it says approved eligible, then we're good to go. So no change okay. so much. But other lenders, yes. So if you've been denied elsewhere, you know, definitely reach out to us. You know, have them reach out to you. You can forward them my way, and um, we can see what we can do to help them. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You know, you know, you're always my one of my first options there. So I'm always <laughs> bugging you. It's like, hey, Vanessa, I got this. You know, you even get, I get the random follow-ups and just like, oh man, I forgot I sent that person over to her. So, um, so definitely appreciate, you know, that's one of the things uh, about being in this business is having those different relationships uh, and having those different expectations already set up. So as I'm sending, you know, people suggesting people give you a call and kind of follow up, they do so, and then I get that follow up from you. So I definitely appreciate that, definitely yeah, do. Yeah. Right, so now you kind of touched on it. Um, you mentioned forbearance. Um, you know, some people are asking me in reference to, you know, if they should do a forbearance with their property, you know, just to kind of save on a couple of payments. And, but one of the big caveats to that is that, some people are going into these forbearances and then they're also thinking about doing a refinance. What's mm -hmm. uh, been your experience and what's your feedback on, on those two subjects? Yeah, I mean, in regards to forbearance, I mean, uh, we get it, you know, um, if they need to delay the, par uh, the payments, yes, but um, if they later on want to refi, any payments that they missed or didn't pay because of the forbearance, they will have to make it all up, like catch up with them. And then after that, they can then refi. But um, before you get into forbearance, I would uh, recommend, you know, getting something in writing from their current lender or current loan servicer, just to make sure they know the terms and everything. Because I've, I've heard some places will, they will, you know, uh, I guess you don't have to pay for three months, but then month number four, you didn't have to pay everything in full. So you want to make sure it's not going to be 
Yeah, so you you want you know definitely want to double check with the servicer, get it in writing, um, especially if they say oh it's not going to affect your credit, etc. Because if you don't if you don't have it in writing and later on they mark you late, it's going to be very tough to get that removed and it's going to be tough to bring up that score. And then later on, if you're looking to refi, it's definitely going to affect you if you have you know that negative you know mm-hmm. account on there. Yeah, and and I've definitely been hearing the same thing, and I I've just been confused, but I mean it's kind of uh, you know, in certain cases, if, you know, if that is going to be the case, say three months, you know, down the road, they let you skip three payments, but on month four, they want those previous three payments. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, Cause okay. if you haven't been able to make your payments prior to that, um, you know, making three total payments all at mm-hmm. once, you know, that that's going to be a big hit for a lot yeah, of people. So. No, I agree. So definitely want to get, all the right facts and get it in writing before you know you actually pr- proceed with a uh, with a forbearance. Okay. Okay. Um, now another question that I have for you, uh, Vanessa, is you know uh, a portion of my business is working with uh, first-time home buyers, and with a lot of my first-time home buyers, they're looking for uh, some type of uh, down payment assistance. You know, there's different programs that are out there and that people are trying to take advantage of if they're they're able to get down payment assistance um are you seeing any changes with that is that still available um to clientele at this time yeah luckily with us we are still offering down payment assistance programs there are many lenders that are not anymore but uh we still are um we have fha down payment assistance programs down to 620 ficos the 620 middle scores. Um, we also have some with higher income limits, you know, whereas a lot of these down payment assistance programs, there are debt to income ratio limits, there's income limits. So we have a few programs that actually offer higher income limits as well. Um, right now, we have suspended the conventional down payment assistance program, but we have FHA all day. But, you know, when we have conventional again, we'll definitely let, let everyone know about that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's def- yeah, definitely. Whenever that that comes about, definitely uh, you know, let me know because I definitely want to be able to share it to everybody and let them know uh, that that is available once again. So it is out there, but it is, if I understood you correctly, uh, down payment assistance is there. It's just uh, for FHA at this time versus the conventional. Right, and we have a few different ones now. Hillsborough County, there's one for Hillsborough County that's still offering. $10,000 down payment assistance closing costs. You can you can use it for both. Um, that, however, you know, we're lending down to 660 right now. The one that we're lending down to 620 offers the 3.5% down. So it'll cover the FHA minimum down payment, but then um, they still have to come up with um, closing costs. Closing costs, okay. But at least they'll cover the 3.5%. Right, right. So it'd be like a, a, my responsibility to kind of do some negotiating, um, yeah. see how we can get that You're close. Have to work some magic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. And that's and that's one of the other key things that I, I try to tell people um, that it's key to have let your real estate professional have a relationship with your financing uh, professional because you know those are the questions that need to be asked. So I know how to represent, say, my buyers because. You know, if we need to negotiate a little bit, then, mm-hmm. you know, definitely want to make sure that's done up front and not when you're, you know, a couple of weeks from closing and we find out that we don't have any uh, 
closing costs to be covered for. So, right, exactly. um, so it's definitely very important to have that relationship. Right. So down payment is still there. Just, um, you know, just have to be clear on that. See what that client's uh, status is at this time. Um, okay. So I do get another, I've been seeing this, uh, I say in the past couple of months, 203K loans. Um, I've been dealing with some different properties that are out there that, you know, can take advantage of the 203K. And a lot of people don't even know what the 203K is, mm -hmm. even though it's been around for a while. Wow. Um, a lot of people still don't know what that is. But for those who are out there uh, that do not know what the 203K is, can you tell them a little bit about what the 203K loan is? Yeah, a 203k loan is pretty much your rehab loan. So, you know, you find a home that's not, not to say not moving ready, but maybe a little bit dated, you want to update the flooring, you know, the paint, etc. You can do all that, you know, update the kitchen. Uh, it's pretty much your, your standard rehab loan. And what's great about it is it's, it's still 3.5% down. So let's just say we, we get you qualified for 200,000, but you know, the house is only 150, you can actually put in $50,000 worth of work or like upgrades in the home. And as long as it appraises at 200,000, then we're going to be good to go there. But it's great. You know, you, you're going to go ahead and find a contractor, get the bids. Um, once you get the bids, you know, we pretty much like start the process after we're on the contract, but they do have to find a licensed contractor. So you cannot do the work on your own. It's got to be a licensed contractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think <laughs> I've spoken to a few people about that. It's like, oh, I can do that. It's like, well, it can't be you. <laughs> it can't be you. You got to get someone that's licensed to sign off. So, right. so, so, uh, in, even in uh, today's climate right now, the economy's, uh, you know, two or three Ks, are those still pretty much available for people or what you? Yeah, yeah. We're still doing them. We're still doing them, you know, business as normal over here. Um, they do take a little bit longer to close versus just a regular, you know, resale. That is true. Yep, I would do um, at least 45 to 60 days on it, you know, just in case, you know, it's taking longer than usual to get your bids or whatever the case may be. Um, but we're definitely still doing them. It's a great product. A lot of homes out there that might need some updating and, you know, what's better than making it your own, you know, so. Right, right. You know, you're putting your own little personal touch on there and just kind of making it, like you said, making it your own. Mm -hmm. um, and especially if it does need, if you can get it at a great value like that, like you said, you know, they're selling it for 150, but you know, fixed up, it'd be at least 200 and wow. you can update it with the floors you want, the, the color of the walls you want, the kitchen that you want. So definitely. Yeah. Sure. What's not to love about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Vanessa, um, you know, I definitely appreciate you stopping in today. I, I think uh, we touched on a number of questions that have been coming up, um, you know, throughout this process. You know, people are still buying homes right now. And, you know, this is, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this uh, episode because, you know, people are asking, you know, are banks lending? Are you able to still buy a home? Yes. And the answer is yes. You know, so those who are still considering or thinking about buying a home, one of the first steps that I typically have my clients do is speak uh, either with, if they already have their own bank or if they need to speak with a loan professional that has options. You know, I usually pretty much direct people to Vanessa 
and Vanessa <laughs> kind of runs runs the gamut from there and then kind of follows up with me and we get things in order if they need to be in order or we go ahead and put some gas in the car and we go shopping so uh, <laughs> so one of the big things uh, definitely appreciate you uh, being on board today uh, any you know anything else that you may be able to think of that that I may be able to tell buyers at this time that that maybe think about getting in the market or any great reasons why they should think about buying now yeah I mean number one obviously rates rates are, are pretty low right now they haven't been this low for a while so definitely take advantage of that um, a couple I guess tips if you are looking to buy a home soon don't go buying a new car it's something I see a lot you know you go buy that car and, and there you go you, you end up qualifying you know maybe up to 200,000 to now maybe 150 because you bought this new car that's like $500 a month so it's really right. gonna affect your debt to income ratio if you do that um, a lot of people have um, maybe um, what's it called money and mattress right like mattress mm -hmm. money yeah <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> you want to put all that money into the bank because when we start the process uh, we will ask you for your bank statements and if we see a large cash deposit you know, as you know there's no paper trail or like sourcing with cash if we cannot source it as in like document where it came from we're not going to be able to use it for the closing so just make sure all the money's in the bank but um other than that i mean i think you touched on a lot you know definitely thank you for having me um you know some some great stuff out there um but, but yeah all right all right all right well there you have it, everyone. Uh, this is Miss Vanessa Ning. And uh, Vanessa, did, where um, can you also tell everybody the name of your organization one more time? Yeah, so I'm with Paramount Residential Mortgage Group. Uh, we are, Our office is on Lois, Lois Avenue, right by the International Mall. Um, we're licensed in all 48 states. PRMG, you know, short for Paramount Residential Mortgage Group. We're a national mortgage lender. So we do lend in all states. So even if you're looking to maybe buy out of state or you have any friends or family looking to refi, um, we can definitely help them out. All right. So, hey, so guys, like I said, they, we can help you and anyone you know. So be sure to check us out. Um, <laughs> as I tell everyone, if you are buying, selling, or investing in the Tampa Bay area, be sure to check out Real Estate with Chris Brown. Dot com. We want to get you guys connected and educated. That's what it's all about. The more educated you are, the more options you have, and the more options you have, the more purchasing power you'll have as well. So thank you, everyone, and everyone have a good day. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. All right.